Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Friday, November 8th, 2019. We're reading today from Acts chapter 24, starting in verse 10. That's Acts chapter 24, starting in verse 10. When the governor motioned to him to speak, Paul replied, I cheerfully make my defense, knowing that for many years you have been a judge over this nation. As you can find out, it is no more than 12 days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem. They did not find me disputing with anyone in the temple or stirring up a crowd, either in the synagogues or throughout the city. Neither can they prove to you the charge that they now bring against me. But this I admit to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, I worship the God of our ancestors, believing everything laid down according to the law or written in the prophets. I have hope in God, a hope that they themselves also accept, that there will be a resurrection both of the righteous and the unrighteous. Therefore, I do my best to always have a clear conscience towards God and all people. Now, after some years, I came to bring alms to my nation and to offer sacrifices, while I was doing this, I f- they found me in the temple completing the rite of purification without any crowd or disturbance. But there were some Jews from Asia. They ought to be here before you to make an accusation if they have anything against me. Or at least these men here tell what crime they had found when I stood before the council. Unless it was this one sentence that I called out while standing before them, it is about the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. But Felix, who was rather well informed about the way, adjourned the hearing with a comment. When Lysias the the tribune comes down, I will decide your case. Then he ordered the centurion to keep him in custody, but to let him have some liberty and not to prevent any of his friends from taking care of his needs. So this passage today is a continuation from yesterday. Yesterday, Paul was at odds with the Jewish leaders. In today's passage, the Jewish leaders have actually handed him over to the Roman governor, Felix. And so Paul has been taken to Caesarea. What we don't see in today's reading from the lectionary is that the Jews are praising Felix for helping them maintain the peace. That's in the verses right before what we read. This kind of peace is generally called the Pax Romana. It's the peace of the Roman government. The Pax Romana was the idea that if you have a big enough bully, no one will mess with them. That's one way to look at it. So Rome tried to have the most force, and by having the most force, there would be peace. But we know that peace that comes through violence is never final, because there will always be someone waiting to overthrow the person in control. That's why we see that empires like Rome eventually fall. So here we see the religious leaders siding with Rome because of their disgust with Paul and the leaders of the way. It's interesting that they will go to such lengths to get at Paul. Siding with Rome was the very thing that the tax collectors in Jesus' day were hated for. What we see here is that none of that matters to Paul because Paul has decided that he will answer not to Rome or to the Jewish religious leaders, but to God alone. 
So Paul stands confidently, unashamed of what he has done. He tells Felix that the way he belongs to worships the same God as the Jews profess to believe in. He tells them that the real thing uh, that ended him up in this predicament or getting everyone up in an uproar was the question of the resurrection from the dead. If you remember, the Pharisees believe in the resurrection of the dead and the Sadducees don't. So that's what caused all the uproar. If you want to know a scandalous truth and the scandalous truth that the early church was preaching, it, was, it wasn't the resurrection of the dead. See, except for the Sadducees, all the Jewish religious leaders believed there would be a resurrection on a day which they called the day of the Lord. So on the day of the Lord, all throughout the Old Testament, it was this day when God would come to make all the wrongs in the world right. There would be a resurrection of those who had died and people would be judged. The wicked would get their due and the righteous would get their reward. So everyone believed there would be a resurrection at some point in the future on the day of the Lord. But here was the radical new belief in early Christianity, that one man, Jesus, the Son of God, had been resurrected before everybody else, before the day of the Lord, if you will. That resurrection life was available to all who believed in Jesus. This was the scandalous truth of the gospel. In other words, Peter on the day of Pentecost, he said this, the same Jesus who you crucified is risen, and God has made him both Lord and Christ. If you want to read more about this whole idea of Jesus being raised before everyone else, N.T. Wright has a great book called Surprised by Hope, and it's all about this idea of the early church's message, that Jesus, this same Jesus who you cru- crucified, is risen, and God has made him both Lord and Christ. So for Paul... It doesn't matter what the Jews say about him. It doesn't matter what Governor Felix will do to him. Paul had an encounter with this risen Christ on the road to Damascus. You can read about it in Acts chapter 9. Paul had experienced this resurrection life firsthand. He had to talk about it. Do we still believe in the resurrection life of Jesus? How has Jesus brought newness of life to you? The message is for all who will believe. That this same Jesus, who took all of the sin of the world upon himself in the cross, that he is risen, and God has made him both Lord and Christ. Christ offers us new life today. We can place our trust in Jesus and find new life where once there was only death. And once we've experienced this new life, we have to speak about it. Ultimately, what other people will say is of little concern to us. We have confidence Because we know that we have chosen to only answer to God and to do God's will. What others say about us or do to us is not as important as being obedient to God. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.